Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs Quick Pump, a mini show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at Shani B Movies. And today I'm talking about Liam Neeson's 2011 mind-bending action film, Unknown. Also starring January Jones, Diane Kruger, Aiden Quinn, and Frank Langella. If you haven't seen it, it's about a botanist on vacation with his wife, who after a car accident suffers a head injury, and when he comes to, another man is going by his name. Mmm. So I've got a lot to say about this movie, obviously. It's why I've chosen it. This movie is crazy. I have liked it ever since I picked it out at the Redbox, just looking for something totally easy and fun and completely surprised by how great of a twist this movie has. It's amazing because you know a twist is coming, but you can't really see which twist it's going to be. And I'm always here for a movie of any genre that can do that. So I I love that so much. And something I didn't know until deep diving, you know, on this movie for Pump is that it was based on a book, which is amazing. I love that there's a book that has this much action and that, you know, what is ultimately just a story someone came up with could be brought to life by the master Liam Neeson himself. So huge fan. Don't do a lot of reading. Obviously, I love movies, but I appreciate a good book that will then provide me with a great movie. Also, of course, I'm a huge fan of Liam Neeson's late-in-life action career. It's so good. He has always been an amazing actor, so whether or not these movies are good, I feel like he just brings a level to them that makes them really enjoyable, no matter what. He can pretty much sell anything. (laughs) Some of the other performances that are pretty notable here, we got Diane Kruger, hilariously playing an immigrant in Germany, even though her parents, I believe, are German or she may have been born there. Somehow, I know she's German. And then, of course, you know, she is a young blonde lady to be Liam Neeson's love interest when his other blonde lady, the woman playing his wife, Miss January Jones, doesn't recognize him. And it's a little cringe because the age difference is wide. But Liam Neeson's is a total gentleman and, you know, he's not, their relationship isn't too cringe because she's really more so just kind of helping him out. And I think in the end, they're sort of like, it's a will they or won't they now, which I don't, I don't really care about. I don't think anyone does, but she is pretty great driving a taxi cab like a mad woman, which is pretty boss and equally as action oriented in this story as Liam Neeson. She's doing a lot right alongside of him and it's pretty cool to see. Ms. January Jones is here too, and she's doing that classic January Jones thing where she plays a character you can't really tell if they're bad or good or if they care about what's going on or if they're hiding a secret. Just so much she's able to keep hidden behind her eyes, and in this one it works so well because you're not really sure the reasons she's doing what she's doing here, and I think for quite a while you're able to hold that she might be doing them for positive reasons, and I think that is her That's her great skill for sure. However, again, the age difference is cringe here and we do have to see these two hookups. So Liam Neeson's is the best. He's a gentleman. He's definitely handsome for an older dude. So I know he's not being a creep about it. It's just so funny. It's so funny when you realize that sometimes. Another great actor in this movie is Aiden Quinn, who I feel like everyone has forgotten about. I first knew him in the 90s from Practical Magic, kind of playing a cool, interesting detective or something. And so he's a fun throwback in this, but I guess his heyday was like a little before me anyway. But he's pretty great playing the asshole version of Liam Neeson. And in fact, the asshole that gets the best line of this entire movie. I didn't forget everything. I remember how to kill you, asshole. 
so, so good. There could only be one. And Aiden Quinn is pretty fun as the the villain who's standing equal to Liam Neeson here. I guess we get like a big bad with Frank Langella, who is also like doing his own problematic stuff too. But the guy's always a clutch villain. And in here, in this movie, that's also true. So personal stuff aside that I don't know enough about, I've just heard through the grapevine. He's here. He is doing what he does. And he succeeds at it. To move into some of the filmmaking, the writer, Oliver Butcher, also wrote A Message from the King. It's cool that this guy is able to write those kinds of characters because, you know, the character of Martin Harris here is could be really flat, but Liam Neeson really gives it life. The other writer of this is Stephen Cromwell, who mostly his IMDb is full of producing credits, which is pretty cool because he did produce pretty cool movies like A Most Wanted Man. And I didn't love Hotel Artemis, but he produced it and it was fine. You know, Jodie Foster doing some futuristic graphic novel-esque stuff, I'll get down with. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know how into that stuff you might be, but you should check it out. (laughs) The director of this... It has a name that I'm going to try to pronounce, Jaume Colletzewa. That's the best French accent I can work up at the moment. He directed House of Wax back in 05, and I'm a huge fan of House of Wax. It's such a fun movie. It's such a good throwback. Paris Hilton being there forever. So good. He also did Orphan, which is so, so good. And recently, I rewatched that reboot. Another great twist, but certainly doesn't have the amazing aesthetic and filmmaking that this director is able to bring to that film and then also, you know, to this film. The style of this film is really interesting and it's elevated and it's thoughtful and it's visually confusing when it needs to be. It's I really do think the filmmaking of this movie can maybe get forgotten by how fun and cool this is, but it is really legit. He's able to do those two things, you know, in House of Wax. And also he directed The Shallows, the Blake Lively movie from a few years ago, which I also enjoyed. I love a good movie when a person is being hunted by a shark. The Shallows is about that. Peep it if you haven't seen it and you like that kind of thing. It's not exactly grounded, but it is a lot of fun and there's a lot of jump scares. So I like this director, even though I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that these movies would all be on his resume. So it was really cool looking into him and learning this about him. Now it's time to get into those bests. And this is so hard. Every movie I pick, it's very hard to isolate any single anything because they have so much cool shit in them. (laughs) So, all right, let's talk about sequences. I mean, I think I have to pick anything featuring the taxi driving in this movie. There are good chases. There's a huge crash. There's a great kill involving the taxi. Cruz is doing some amazing driving slasher stunt person. It's just got to be trying to figure out a way to get these street chases done. Car chases on a street are so much harder than you think. And the fact that this movie gets so many done and I can't tell how much of it is on what's ultimately a stage or not is pretty amazing. So I think for me, the best pieces of filmmaking here have to do with capturing that kind of really challenging stunt. Some of the more like silly practical stunts I really like are when the assassin is looking for Liam Neeson and they sort of chase each other out of the window at Diane Kruger's apartment. The assassin like slides down a ladder and it kind of reminded me of how of how Bourne just like jumps off the side of a building in the Bourne identity. And that's pretty great. I love a little practical stunt like that where you're just making sure that all of the all of the bad guys in this movie look cool. They look like they are ready. They're not bumbling idiots the way that in some movies the bad guys are total idiots. These guys are legit scary. 
especially, you know, the, the lead assassin guy, he's out here snapping necks. He's got like, injectors. That dude is legit scary. And he like does remind me of The Born Identity. Every time I watch this movie, I'm always like, oh, I should go watch The Born Identity again. <laughs> so there's something there. Another great stunt and slash amazing kill is when Diane Krugs rescues Liam Neeson from Frank Langella, who, you know, has kidnapped him under the guise of helping him since he thinks he knows him. And she just smashes her taxi cab into the back of that van over and over again in a parking structure until she sends Frank Langella and that van off the side. And it is a baller stunt because it looks so real. But also, it's an amazing kill. I just, I can't pick it as my favorite because I have to pick the P.I. Taking the cyanide to kill himself. Ernst Jurgen, maybe? Or Jurgen, I think is the actor's name. He played Bruno, the detective. And I mean, like, frankly, he definitely wins this movie in so many ways, just being so grounded and so authentic and legit badass because you, like, believe he knows what he's talking about. So I feel like even though maybe the best action style kill of this movie is Kruger getting Langella, but I think the the most clever kill, the coolest, the most memorable for me is that P.I. just being like, nobody's coming here to kill me. I'm taking myself out. I do think when January Jones dies, attempting to not set a bomb off is kind of great because it's sort of like, maybe she's going to get it. No, and I kind of love how what the filmmaking looks like there. And also just she could have been good and she wasn't. So she's got to pay. Boom. Also, the showdown between Martins, when the Martins get together and they're just kicking each other's ass and Liam Neeson gets some glass, like picks up a shard of glass and just like rams it right into Aiden Quinn's neck. It's a gratifying kill because you know that your character is finally overcome with the bad guy ultimately, but it's also just very cool and of the genre and has everything in it that you want when you watch a movie like this. So it's got to be maybe the best kill from that space too. But like I said, personally, the PI being a baller, that's the one that sticks with me. Almost to the end here, but before I skedaddle out of here, I'm going to share a couple special features, things I learned. What's so funny is the dude who I was just mentioning a moment ago, the really scary assassin guy who's wearing those like 90s European framed glasses. He was also actually the stunt coordinator on this film. That's pretty dope. And another reason why like stunt people have to get recognized at the Oscars. It's so weird that they can do so much to make, to add so much to a film and they're just not, they're given like zero recognition and we're out here hardcore for the hair and makeup, which like, yes, I want to support the hair and makeup too. I just mean, how can we overlook this other very important piece? So that's cool. I love that. That guy gets to not only be like the total scary assassin, but be responsible for making everybody awesome in this movie. Oh, also had no idea that Liam Neeson and the director of this movie, again, a name so hard to say, but I'll go Xiaomei. They team up again and they do nonstop, which is another very fun movie, uh, Run All Night, which I think I've seen, but I'll double check, and uh, The Commuter, which is great. <laughs> again, like Liam Neeson making all of these movies is so good and their partnership together is part of what makes it so good and makes it uh, worthwhile. Lastly, something that's kind of fun is on the poster for this movie, Liam Neeson is holding a gun, except his character will never hold the gun for the whole movie. He won't use one because he's just hand-to-hand -hand combating it the entire way. And I love when things like that happen where they're looking to project an image of something and it doesn't even have to be real, but it might be close enough to get you in, in the theater. And uh, I'm okay with it here because I would have come anyway. 
All right. I think that about wraps it up for me. Thank you for listening to Movie Buff's Quick Pump and for breaking down Liam Neeson's 2011 film, Unknown. Follow the show on Instagram at Action Movie Buffs and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Shani B Movies. Thanks again for listening and I hope to see you next time on Movie Buff's Quick Pump. Stay buff. Mm-hmm.